if you'd like to. Singing in Nagoon is a way to bring in Shabbat by just letting our voices turn into song, song without words. Let's just try this together. Yeah, na na na, yeah, na na na, yeah, na na na. 
with the sound of it's beautiful. Page 12 with Lahuna Ranana. I want to welcome you all to the late Shabbat. I'm Rabbi Sidney Mintz. This is Rabbi Jason Rodich, Cantor Marsha Addy. And as always, we have Eric Schoen and Jonathan Ferris joining us to bring in this Ruach, the spirit of one of the first Shabbats of this new year. And we want to welcome um, our dear friend, Aviva Chernik, who's all the way from Toronto. And I credit her and Marsha with being musical spiritualists. Do you know what I mean? Well, if you don't, by the end of the service, you'll know what I mean. But just to have the great joy of um, two of my favorite musicians and voices in the world um, bringing in Shabbat together is such a great blessing to all of us. So, um, did, is this your Lahu Naranana? Yeah. It is. Wonderful. Thank you for bringing it to us. Lahu Naranana. <clears throat>
Let's sing. <laughs> Perfect. Lechu lechu. Lechu lechu. Neranena. Neranena. Let's sing with joy. Just sing your song. Nekad mafana. Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Yashar Koach, it's beautiful to have you here. Thank you. Um, and it's beautiful and great to have each of you here on this Shabbat. We love no moment more than this when our sanctuary is full of all of you. So thank you for helping make this place a place that's vibrant and, and full of young Jewish life. Um, many of us were just in services very recently <laughs> together, not eating. And, um, and I, I hope that, that that day of Yom Kippur was a day of reflection and a day of opportunity for personal growth. And now we have this chance to transition into Sukkot, into Sukkot, which our tradition teaches is Zaman Simchatenu, the season of our joy. And so we move away from the interpersonal. We move, out, we move away from looking inside of our hearts and looking outward and noticing the abundance in the world and allowing ourselves to experience gratitude to really, really, not just like stuff is great, but like, wow, look at the abundance of God's creation. That is the invitation of our tradition right now, to move into space where we are vulnerable enough, like a sukkah, vulnerable enough to really be in awe of the world around us. Let's start that journey by bringing light into our lives with the Shabbat candles. If you have a simcha that you're celebrating, a birthday, uh, an anniversary, a new job, anything with joy, please come and light our candles with us. We can't do it without you. Thank you. 
We continue on page 20 with Lecha Dodi, and we invite the spirit of Shabbat and the bride of Shabbat to join us. Or just, or just make up your own part.
And I think we could use some angels in our company tonight. We welcome them in our tradition by singing Shalom Alechem. It's on page 24, Angels and Shabbat. Shalom Alechem, Malachi Asharet, Malachi Elyon, Elech Malachi Hamalachim, Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Boachem Shalom, Malachi Shalom, Malachi Elyon, Elech Malachi Hamalachim, Hakadosh Baruch Hu. on page 28, please rise. Thirty in the Hebrew with Maarivaravim, Baruch Ata Adonai Eloheinu Melech Haolam Asher Bidvaro Maarivaravim Bechokma Poteach Sharim Uvitvuna Meshaneitim Umachalif Et Hazmanim Umesader Et Hakochavim Bemishma Roteham Barakia Kirtzono Boreyom Velaila Golel Or Mipne Choshech 
וחושך מפני אור. באוויר יום ומביא לילה, ומבדיל בין יום ובין לילה, אדוני צבאות שמו. אל חי וקיים, תמיד ימלוך עלינו לעולם ועד. ברוך אתה אדוני. on page 36. Please be seated. Ve'ahavta et Adonai Elohecha v'chol levavcha v'chol nafshecha v'chol meyotecha v'chayu hadvarim ha'eve asher anochim etzavcha hayom alevavcha v'shinanta levanecha ודיברת בעם, בשבתך בביתך, ובלכתך בדרך, ושוכבך ובקומך, וקשרתם לראות על ידך, והיו לתותפות בעיניך, וכתבתם על מזוזות ביתך, ובישרך, למען תזכרו. ועשיתם את כל מצוותי, ואיתם קדושים לאלוהיכם. אני אדוני אלוהיכם, אשר הוצאתי אתכם מארץ מצרים, להיות לכם אלוהים. אני אדוני אלוהיכם. At last late Shabbat, before we sang מיכמוכה, I spoke about Um, the, the symbolism of crossing seas in our personal lives. For those that were here, you remember, we talked about you know, what it is to be on that side of the ocean, on the Egypt side, and what you need to leave behind so that you're able to cross. And now Jewish time has us on that other side. We've crossed the high holidays. We're crossing, we've crossed that sea. So now the invitation is that you actually get to trust that the work you did on Yom Kippur worked. that you actually were a person that was able to do tshuva, you actually left that stuff back there, and there is a brightness ahead. And that's what we sing for now. Micha Mocha is on page 40. Micha Mocha Vaili Adonai Micha Mocha נדר בקודש, נורת הקהילות, עושה 
dim the lights for Hashkivenu, but I want to point something out to you first. If you turn to page 42, you'll see the, the very last line of the blessing, um, which we say every night for protection, it's a blessing for protection, is and, and on, on Israel and on Jerusalem. Um, and so this prayer actually asks for protection very specifically for Jews and Jewish places. And in Reform Judaism, we're often uncomfortable with that. We often like to remind ourselves that we actually care about everyone. And that is a great, great thing about our movement. I am very proud of the fact that we like to extend all of our blessings to the whole world. Tonight, however, I actually want, a point, want to give us the direction of the Al Kol Amo Yisrael, the Al Yerushalayim. It has been a few days of difficult things in the world for Jews. We had some really terrible news out of Israel. I don't know if everyone was following, but there was a decision made by a body of the UN to deny Jewish recognition and connection to the Temple Mount. We have had anti-Semitic rhetoric in our political discourse in this country in, in ways that are unfathomable to most of us. And so this prayer right now is a Jewish hug for us. And I'm just going to ask that this be ours tonight, that, that we pray for our people and our places and know that, um, that peace is possible, that love is possible, and that our vision, our reform tradition of a prophetic, radically different future is one we can still hold onto even as we reject hatred. So we'll dim the lights and sing out our love.
slowly turn our lights back up as we move to our Amida, which can be found on a page I can see in a second. <laughs> 46. <laughs> we invite you to rise. We'll join together for the opening Petichta, Adonai Sefetayv Tiftach, and then we will not go silent because Jews aren't good at being silent. We're going to murmur our way through our private blessings over the next several pages or the prayers in your heart. Feel free to have a seat when you're ready and we'll come back together on the other side. Adonai, Adonai, sefatai tiftach, ufi, ufi, agil, tehilatecha.
Thank you for that beautiful entrance into this Shabbat, the entrance into 5777, the new Jewish year. And we didn't plan that to be the transition into the drasha, the teaching, but it's the perfect words, chadesh amenu kekedem, to renew us, asking God to renew us, renew our days, yamenu kekedem, as they were at the very beginning. And in a lot of ways, that's the story of the entire last 4,000 years of Jewish history. Renew us, renew our days as they were at the very beginning, but God forbid we get stale and disappear. We want to keep being new. And the Jewish quandary is how do you take what happened over the last 4,000 years and bring it into the present in a real way? And each time we come in our calendar to one of the major festivals, Shavuot, Sukkot, Pesach, we are asked to not just remember what happened, but to literally relive it. Who knows what the way is in the Passover Seder that we relive slavery? What do we do? What do we do? Yeah, ki'ilu hu yatsamimitzrayim. We act as if we were slaves. There's actually this great Yemenite tradition of taking leeks or scallions, and when you sing dayenu, you walk around and you whip people. A lot of people think it's just from San Francisco, from the Castro, but it's not. It's actually, it's actually a tradition from Yemen um, to kind of invoke that feeling of we were once slaves. Well, 
there's still slavery in the world. You don't have to look back 4,000 years. The same thing with Shavuot, which is the observance of receiving the Torah of Mount Sinai, on Mount Sinai. And so what we do that night is that we literally stay up all night long, and then we study Torah. And then at dawn, what do we eat? Blintz's ice cream, right? Now you guys are like, oh, we're going to do Shavuot this year, <laughs> right? And last but not least, when you walk outside tonight, you'll see that the way that we actually think about the exodus from Egypt is we build a sukkah because the Israelites lived in Sukkot on their journey from slavery to freedom. And every year at this time, right after Yom Kippur, the very first mitzvah that we have to remember to do is nail a nail into our sukkah because we're, what? What'd you say? That's right. Thank you for the reminder. Next Thursday night, October 20th, is our young adult Sukkot party. Um, and we will have already nailed in the nail, and you will see outside the entire courtyard is going to be made into a sukkah. And so um, if you are really brave, you can bring your sleeping bag and sleep in the sukkah. Um, it's going to be really warm, I promise. We know. In Israel, in October, it's usually very warm. And so, so Israelis will bring in their sleeping bags, their computers, they watch movies, they eat their meals, and they all sleep together as families in their Sukkot to really think about what it was like for the Israelites to make that journey. And in Hebrew, there actually is not a word for history. It's an anglicized word. The word is historia. That's history. But there is a word for memory. Anybody know what that word is? Yeah, zikaron or zahor. We're commanded to... Remember and remember and remember, but in a very living way. Um, and this week's uh, Torah portion is called Ha'azinu, and one of the verses goes like this. Zahor yamot olam binu shnot dor vador. Remember the days of old, consider the years of our past. Ask your parents to tell you their stories. Have your elders inform you about what came before you. And um, that was actually my Torah portion. Uh, tomorrow's the anniversary of my bat mitzvah. I had my bat mitzvah about 10, 12 years ago. And I was studying with the little girl who's becoming bat mitzvah. Um, we have the same Hebrew name, Sarah. And um, she said, what do, you, what do you remember about studying with your rabbi? And I said, I remember the first thing is that I went with my mom, who's here tonight, and we sat on the rabbi's couch, and he handed me the Torah portion. And he said, your portion's hazinu, Sydney." And I said, uh-huh. I said, what's it about? He said, it's about iniquity. <laughs> and I said to my mom, what's that? She said, it's bad. I'll tell you later. <laughs> So memory of the past is what has kept the Jewish people alive. And I'm sure for each one of you, you have a memory, a very first seminal memory about being Jewish, a Jewish experience. I'll tell you mine, and then I'm going to ask you to think about it while I'm telling you mine, because I want you to share with each other. So my first Jewish memory was when I was probably five, six, seven years old, and my grandma Harriet took me to the Chicago equivalent of the Jewish JFCS. What's it called, Mom? Jewish Family and Children's Services. What is it there? Oh, it's the same thing. Great. <laughs> anyway, the Chicago Jewish Family and Children's Services, um, it was in the 70s. Anybody here uh, born in the 70s? 80s? Yeah. 90s? Okay, good. So there was this decade called the 70s, um, it was before leg warmers, and 
it was when the first in, influx of Soviet emigres from the former Soviet Union came in and the Jewish community basically reached out and, and airlifted, brought these Jews to Israel and all over the United States and Chicago and San Francisco were one of the major places. And so I went with my grandmother, very cold winter day in December, and this is my first Jewish memory. I remember that we served lunch to hundreds and hundreds of elder Soviet emigres, didn't speak English yet. And then we spent the morning wrapping presents for them. And there were like six presents, but they were duplicated over and over again. And so they waited in line and we would hand them a present. And they looked around and they could tell by the shape of whatever the box was that they were getting what was in it. And I remember I handed this man the box and he opened it up and there was a tie in the box. And he just looked at me and he shook his head angrily. And he kind of tossed the box aside. And I thought, how rude. He didn't say thank you, and what's wrong with him? And I was like six years old, so I followed him to see, like, why is he so upset? Why didn't he like my tie? And I followed him to the other side of the room where was another line. And he waited in that line until he got up, and he reached in, and he took out a box. And then he walked away, and I went over to him, and he opened up the box, and inside of it were socks. And I thought, he wants socks, not a tie? And then I looked down. And I remember it was the middle of winter, December in Chicago, and he was wearing shoes and no socks. And for me, that first memory was not in a sanctuary, in a synagogue, it was not with my rabbi, it was not at Jewish summer camp, it was in this place where I recognized I have something. There are people who need, and I should never ever take my privilege for granted, but I should also never make assumptions about people who are in need. And for me, that was a real flip that was switched about prophetic justice, as you said, about being a Reformed Jew. I didn't know it was called Reformed Judaism. So I want to ask you to take a moment, turn to somebody you came here with, somebody you don't know, and just share. Take a couple minutes, share whatever that first Jewish memory is. Somebody might be like, I'm not Jewish, and my friend just dragged me here. Um, so, so you know what? This might be your first Jewish memory. <laughs> so, so that the rabbi doesn't shame you, talk about what it feels like because this is your first Jewish memory. So talk amongst yourselves a couple minutes about your first Jewish memory.
it was so great to hear how it was quiet and then it got really loud. And I could tell it was Jews telling stories because people were like. <laughs> Maybe you didn't get a chance to keep sharing um, what you wanted to share. And so when you go downstairs to the Oneg, I encourage you to ask somebody what their first Jewish memory was. Um, and think about how important it is and how that lives on in you and through you. And I'm going to end with a beautiful quote from the former chief rabbi of England, Rabbi Jonathan Sachs. He says, there's a profound difference between history and memory. History is his story, an event that happened sometime else to someone else. Memory is my story, something that happened to me and is part of who I am. History is information. Memory, by contrast, is part of identity. I can study the history of other peoples, cultures, and civilizations. They deepen my knowledge and broaden my horizons. But they do not make a claim on me. They are the past as past. Memory is the past as present, as it lives on in me. Without memory, there can be no identity. Without memory, there can be no identity. So keep remembering those first Jewish memories, the good things, the things that have happened in your life that are sweet, sometimes the things that have happened that are sorrowful, that all make up your memories and make up who you are, who you bring to this world today. Shabbat shalom. This is Bernard. Hi, Bernard. Hi, Bernard. And this is Dylan. Hi, Dylan. Dylan grew up here. I did her bat mitzvah. That's true. Mm -hmm. We're going to share a song for you. How many roads must a man walk down Before you can call him a man How many seas must a wind-up sail Before she sleeps in the sand How many times must the cannonballs fly before they're forever banned? The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. The answer is blowing in the wind. How many years can a mountain exist before it's washed to the sea? How many years can some people exist before they're allowed to be free? And how many times can a man
Pretending he just doesn't see The answer, my friend Is blowing in the wind The answer is blowing in the wind Oh, yeah Oh, oh How many times must a man look up Before he can see the sky invite our Yelk members up to tell us exactly what's going on, but how amazing was that? And in honor of Bob Dylan, who just won the Nobel Prize for Literature, so, you know, when, Ra when Rabbi Rodish was talking about, you know, like, what, a Minnesota Jew, he's Jewish, and, like, when people say, like, what have the Jews done for us lately in America? Bob Dylan. That was quite a, that's quite a tough act to follow. <laughs> wow. That was beautiful. Um, hello, Shabbat Shalom and Shana Tova. Welcome. My name is Justin Young, and I am the co-chair of the Young Adult Leadership Committee. And these are also members of the Young Adult Leadership Committee. We are here. We plan programs. We build community. We're here to meet you and have coffee with you. So if you have any questions at all about the Young Adult Leadership Committee or just the community in general, please find one of us. We have these awesome blue name tags, and uh, we'd love to talk to you downstairs. So a couple upcoming programs. Another plug for Sukkot. So tomorrow, we are building, um, as young adults, we're helping build the sukkah that's going to cover the entire courtyard, which it's, it's epic. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's amazing for those that were here last year for our happy hour. Come check it out. Um, tomorrow, play a part. It's rain or shine. Even if it rains, there is um, some work that we can do under the overhangs, and we won't get wet at all. Uh, that starts at 8 o'clock. 9.30, I'm sorry, 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 9.30, and it goes till about noon. It's going to be great, so please see one of us if you have questions. And then speaking of uh, the sukkah, next Thursday night um, is our happy hour, and it's, it's under the sukkah in the courtyard. It's going to be amazing. We have 
local Northern, uh, Bay Area beer, local cider for those that are gluten-free or just don't like beer. And we have amazing food and music. Please come join us. Tickets are at amazing prices right now. Make sure to get your ticket before um, rather than at the door to avoid the line. And there's a price increase as well. We had about 150 last year, and it's going to be just as amazing this year. So we'll see you there. Shabbat shalom. So can I just see a quick show of hands? Who has ever heard of Achinoam Nini or Noah? Oh, good. There's a few people in the room. So we have a, a tremendously unusual opportunity. Uh, Noah, who has performed with Stevie Wonder and Quincy Jones and, and Sting, and she was just saying for the Pope, she sings to audiences of thousands and thousands of people. She's a Yemenite, I call her a Yemenite princess, because to me that's what she's, she's, a, she's really, uh, she's Yemenite, she's Israeli pop star. Kind of Israel's a sort of premier pop star, but she's a Yemenite woman, and she's unbelievable, and she's performing here at this congregation, it's an amazing price. It's only $36. Usually you have to pay like $200 to go see Noah sing. So she's singing here in the main sanctuary on November 6th. Please go to our website. It's one of those concerts like once in a lifetime. She, you know, she dances barefoot and she drums and she dances and she, sing, and she sings classical and jazz and tribal and you really have to come see Noah, okay? So go get your tickets. Go online on our website. It's something that you won't want to miss and come and bring your friends. Okay. Are you her booking agent, Kendra Hattie? <laughs> it's, easy, it's easy to promote somebody who you yeah. adore. She's, you know? she's in, okay, so the, the cantor loves her, and even as rabbis, I've seen her live. It is really powerful. It, it just makes your, your heart sing to, to feel like that's a part of our Jewish musical spectrum. And we'll also mention that she happens to be a peace ambassador for Israel. She sings all over the Middle East. Um, she's really uh, working to build the peace movement and build bridges between people in the Middle East. So she's also amazing in all kinds of other ways too. So we join together on page 282, we rise for the Aleinu. Aleinu, 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 Having come to this place, I set out once again on the dark and marvelous way from where I began. Belief in the love of the world, woman, spirit, and man. Having failed in all things, I enter a new age, seeing the old ways as toys, the houses of a stage, painted and long forgot, and I find love and rage. Rage for the world as it is, but for what it may be. More love now than last year, and always less self-pity, once I know, in a clearer light, the strength of the mystery. And at this place, in the ways, I wait for song. My poem hand still, on the paper, all night long. Poems in throat, and hand asleep, and my storm beating strong. Oh 
turn to Mourner's Kaddish on page 294, and I, I just leaned over to Rabbi Mintz and I said, can I lead Mourner's Kaddish? And I, I wanted to because um, I wanted to just share that there are three people in here right now who have recently come and spoken to me, probably more to Rabbi Mintz, about loss in their lives. And I just wanted to take the chance to remind each of you that we're here for you and that we want to be rabbis in your lives and that we want to be able to have those hard conversations. So that's just a, it's just a real and warm invitation. Um, I'd like to invite you to share the name of someone that you are observing your site for or that has died recently and a sentence about something you're remembering about them. Please raise your hand so I can call on you. Father is um, an amazing man. Rabbi Mintz taught us about the power of memory, so we say these words and remember all these loved ones together. Yit Kadav, Yit Kadash, Rabba, Bialma, Divra, Hirote, Yamlich Malchute. Bechayechon of Yomechon of Chayed Chobet Israel, Baagala of Isman Kariv Imru Amen, Yeheshme Rabba, Mevarach Leolam Ulme Almaya, Yit Barach Vishtabach Vit Parvit Ramam Vit Nase, Vit Hadar Vit Alevit Halal Shame to Kutsha Berichu, Leela mean called Birchata Vishirata, Tushbechata Venechemata, Damiran Bialma Vimru Amen. Yehesh Lama Rabba Min Shemaya, Vechayim Aleinu Ve'al Kol Yisrael, Ve'imru Amen. Ose Shalom Bimromav, Hu Ya'ase Shalom, Aleinu Ve'al Kol Yisrael, Ve'imru Amen. Ose Shalom Bimromav, Hu Ya'ase Shalom Aleinu. Let's come into the house, come down. Bring your cedarine with you. Yeah, bring your prayer books with you.